0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about human power. We are much greater than we think we are. We do have this intrinsic power within us, but the power doesn't really come online until you raise your perspective, and you raise your perspective through processing limiting beliefs, seeing who you truly are, moving along your journey of self-discovery, and always endeavoring to look at everything around you from the highest perspective that you could believe. In this episode, Joshua talks more about this idea, what our power really is, and how to get into that state where this power starts to come online. I think you're going to find this to be a fascinating episode. Before we begin, we have a couple things going on here. In about five weeks, we will start the next basic training program. This is a program that will take you from where you wherever you are spiritually and increase your perspective so that you'll be able to start noticing your power and utilizing that power and creating a sense of coherence between your brain and your heart. This coherence also includes connecting the left brain and the right brain as well. And you do this through a bunch of different things. In fact, Joshua and White Life have collaborated on another program called Quantum Life Theory. I'll leave a link to the QLT webinar that we created. It's on YouTube if you go to my channel, but there's also going to be a link below. And we'll have the next QLT weekend here at the Joshua House on July 28th through the 31st. If you're interested, check it out, go to the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com or send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. This is filling up quickly as well. The first one sold out, and this one is about halfway full now. It's really a lot of fun, and it will shift your perspective. QLT is all based in quantum physics, in neurobiology, and psychology. It is not woo-woo at all. It is science-based, and it's very logical. As you move through the QLT course, you'll understand exactly how everything is put together from a scientific point of view and a brain functioning point of view and where your focus is. Check out that webinar. You'll learn more about it. And if you're interested in joining us, send me an email. Also, I'd like to ask all of you to do one thing, if you could, for me, which would be to leave a review on whatever app you're listening to this podcast on. We would really appreciate that. The reviews are the best thing you can do to spread podcasts other than obviously sharing with your friends. But a lot of us are like, oh, this is a little too woo-woo for most people. They're not going to believe in channeling, so I don't want to share it directly. But if you could leave a review, that would be amazing. And if you could send me a copy of that review, that'd be cool too. Uh, Just send it to me at garybodley at gmail.com. Okay, well, thanks so much for being here and enjoy this episode. We are thrilled to be here.
1: Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua.
0: Well, we would like to remind you just how powerful you are. Just how powerful all humans are you see you have done this before you have built up a certain energy a certain vibration you have decided to jump in and give it a go and see what happens and learn something new and explore invent innovate extrapolate and create you are creators above all you are creating a reality your reality is unique to you your part of this game is vital It adds to and is part of all that is. Without your contribution, all that is would not be all that is. And so you must understand that as a contribution of source to this environment and to this reality that you're living in, it is unique to you and nobody else, nobody else in the world has ever, will ever, or is ever experiencing anything quite like you're experiencing it. Now, the power you have is to choose that experience. Quite literally choose that experience. But from your limited human perspective, you don't really understand how these choices are made. First and foremost, your power is in your focus. What you've put your attention to is what appreciates or grows. Whatever you put your attention to. Now, most of your attention is due to your perspective, how you see yourself in your reality as an aspect of source. The higher that perspective, well, the more likely you are to focus on things that bring you joy, that align with who you truly are, that are not so deep in the illusion of separation or more connected to oneness or more aligned with the life that you chose to live this time around, is less interested in pursuing anything that would give rise to fear. The fear is all based in the separation. So if you were to focus on something that you thought was wrong or bad, What you're doing is you're believing in this illusion of separation. It is not true. It's never been true. You are connected fully to all that is. Your power, your focus is dependent on your sense of connection. Now, we aren't going to say that you are going to have a visceral, absolute sense of connection because the illusion of separation is part of this playground that you're in. Without that illusion of separation, you would not be able to discover yourselves as you are in this reality, as you are in this lifetime. But there's a lot of distractions going on now. And so you could let your focus go to many topics. And those topics could be based in fear, or could be based in love. You don't really understand how you attract what you attract. And generally what you attract is based on this level of focus. You are creating it. So what you attract, whether that's a TV show or some news item or some form of gossip or anything that you might say, it's not really aligned with who I am or with what I came to explore. You see, you came to explore with your primary intention being to explore it all in joy, to expand in joy. And of course, you expand through every experience. And so as you attract something you do not like or do not prefer, because you're focused on something you think is wrong or bad, as you attract that, you can give your attention to it. You can give your focus to it. And as you do, just like an algorithm on an app, you will get more of the same and more of the same. And you could end up going down rabbit holes of things you don't want to explore. And you could spend a bit of time there. And of course, this might give you some negative emotion. And that negative emotion is your indication that this is not where you want to place your focus. Of course, you could stop in that moment and you say, why do I feel this negative emotion? Ah, I'm perceiving some separation here. And that separation is not the reality. That separation is the illusion. And my inner self is giving me this tiny little bit of negative emotion so that I can understand that in this case, I'm focused on something that is not true, is not real, and I do not prefer. Therefore, I can change my point of focus. And when you change your point of focus, that is when you are utilizing your power. Because all the power is in that focus. And the focus is based on the perspective. The perspective of who you are, who you think you are, who you believe yourself to be, and who you realize you are as an aspect of source, as source itself living through you to explore this idea of who could I become? And so who could I become is important to understand your perspective. It's not who can I become as this physical human person you believe yourself to be. It's who can I become as this aspect of source. If I understood my power of focus, if I understood this perspective possibility that I have available to me, if I understand Who I really am in the non-physical, who my inner self is, the power of that energy, the power of the energy of this reality, the power of the illusion. In fact, if I truly understood all these things, who could I become despite all that? When I can use my heart, use my mind, use my point of focus as the only thing that matters, The only thing that matters, nothing outside matters because everything outside is generated from within. And it is interesting that how you feel is the generator of your reality. And how you feel is also many times indicated by what you think is going on in this reality that you just generated. Sometimes you are generating a reality that from the human perspective, you say, this is not good enough, this is not perfect, this is not right, this is wrong, this should not be the way it is. And so in that feeling that the creation is wrong, you are looking at the imperfection and are focused on that imperfection. And this creates a little bit of a cycle and a little bit of momentum. And you end up fixing things outside of you, thinking that those things outside of you are real, but not the feeling. But essentially, all you're doing is trying to control that outside conditions so that you feel better. But if you simply focused on that feeling, how do I feel now? What am I creating now from that feeling? What am I going through now? Where am I on my journey of self-discovery? What is being shown to me right now? And it is interesting that in this creation that you as a human would create from the human perspective, You would create all the things you think you want. But if you did that, you'd get bored for one, and you wouldn't really discover who you are. You wouldn't be on a journey of self-discovery. See, the journey of self-discovery is what you truly want. Because with each step on that journey, you raise your perspective. And when you raise your perspective, you create in more power. You define that focus. You keep that focus divergent depending on that perspective. So a limited perspective would indicate a convergent focus, focusing on the problems all the time, all the time. Releasing stress hormones, worrying about this, worrying about that, resenting the past, regretting decisions you made in the past, and worrying about the future. This is all coming from a limited perspective. And the whole system, including the body and the condition, revolve around that to show you one thing, to show you how you're perceiving your reality, to show you where your limiting beliefs are through manifestation events. Answer the thoughts you are receiving. But as you elevate that perspective, you have a new choice of focus, a new power of creation, and things happen faster and quicker. But it still requires that you understand how you're feeling. And at this new higher level that you all are at and you all are moving to, things will still happen in this reality. Things will still happen, and you will still react to them. And why is this? Why is the power at this high level turned on more fully with a higher perspective? Why are things still happening in your reality that you don't like? Because you still have limiting beliefs. And you want to discover limiting beliefs. And this process will never end. The higher you get, the more obvious that the limiting beliefs become. And so it's incumbent upon you to understand it's always going to be some circumstances that come in to show you a limiting belief and your work is to prove those limiting beliefs are false. All limiting beliefs are false, every single one of them, because you are a limitless being. Therefore, it is impossible for a limitless being, a true limitless being, to have any limitations. And all of your limitations are based in this belief system that is not true. Now, of course, there are aspects of this reality that are going to give you fear from a physical, protective, survival basis. We're not talking about those. We're talking about the times when you are not in physical danger, but you are still anxious, worried, nervous about what's going on in the future generally. You'll notice that in the present moment, everything is perfect. And when you become present in that moment, it's easier to recognize this, where you are all now. Maybe your computer is dying of its battery. Maybe there's noise outside the room. Maybe there's all kinds of things going on. But how are you feeling in response to these things? This is your power. It's not to change the outside conditions. It's not even to change the negative emotion. It's to simply understand that The only reason you could be annoyed with something or bothered by something or worried about something or even resentful about something in the past is due to a belief that is not true. And so the universe is perfect and the system is perfect and it's all working together to give you everything you truly want, which is to understand these limiting beliefs. You are a limitless, magnificent, perfect, eternal being of pure love and acceptance. That's who you are. That is the exact definition of who you all are. Powerful beyond imagination. And you're moving towards a reality that is wonderful and delightful, but you do not want to take these limiting beliefs with you because they cannot exist at the higher frequencies. They cannot exist as you move up in density. You want to be free of these things now. Because where you are now is slower compared to where you will be. And if you do not understand this process of removing or reducing these limiting beliefs and you try to take them with you, now the manifestation events are just going to come a little bit harder and stronger and faster. And that's okay because you'll deal with it then. But if you can get good at dealing with these limiting beliefs now and understanding why you're upset and why you're worried and why you're in fear, you can go to great lengths and great points of focus to dismantle them. When you use your power of focus to dismantle your limiting beliefs, you are really invoking the true purpose for being here, the true energy of the system. You don't have to think so much about what you think you want. Think more about what you truly want. And what you truly want is to discover how limitless you actually are and then move yourself up and up and up, further and further away from that illusion of separation. You're all magnificent creators. This is how you create from a perspective that is true. And that perspective will continue to increase through inspired ideas, inspired actions, and inspired experiences. You're all incredibly powerful. And if you could see who you truly are, you would be amazed. But the fun thing about this game is you can't do that and you'll just have to go within, connect to your inner self, listen to the guidance through emotions, through inspiration, intuition, and see what you can become. Because what you become here has some meaning to it because there is no meaning other than the meaning that you make it. And you tend to make meaning in this physical place. This is a visceral experience. That's why you're here. And all of you, all of you have the power to change. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I got a question, Joshua. Joe. So
2: uh, my question is from Joshua's perspective, how how does your viewpoint on psychedelics and plant medicine I mean, it's very popular right now. And I would say I'm doing a ceremony this weekend. And, you know, I see it as something that facilitates a higher perspective and seeing no separation and, you know, add whatever on you want to it. But I've never heard Joshua's perspective on psychedelics and plant medicines.
0: There are so many breadcrumbs in this reality that you can pick up along the way that will enable you to raise your perspective. There are so many coincidences that are never coincidences and synchronicities that are never synchronicities to show you what's really happening here. You are being guided in every way. And so if you're being guided to this, then this is for you. There is a stigma to it, but that is your responsibility to understand that and to see what's right for you to go into your heart, to go into your inner self and communicate. And then once you make the decision, then stand by that fully and then see how that experience is perfect. You see, the nice thing about an experience like that is while it seems so real, you have a little bit of excuse. And while you encounter a dimension that others can explain, you can still understand it's unique to you. And you can say... That was even a story that was being told to me. That was even a play that was written for me so that I could understand myself from a higher perspective and I could understand this reality from a higher perspective. So we say that anything that gets you to a higher perspective, whether that is climbing a pyramid or climbing to the top of a mountain or having a wonderful conversation or listening to your favorite book or watching your favorite TV show, if that gives you a higher perspective, we're all for it. When you're in the experience, understand you're in the experience to see yourself and your reality from that higher perspective. When you look back on the experience, maybe you don't discount it so much because there was a substance involved. Maybe you don't talk about it with others who might think that was wrong or bad. Maybe you understand it for yourself as a way to see yourself more clearly. Maybe you understand that if it was not for you, there'd be no way you could do it. Not when you're at this level of perspective. When you're inspired to something, whether that is gaining a perspective by jumping out of a plane and pulling a parachute, if you're inspired to do it, this is for you. Other people may not be inspired to do it. So we say, don't try to convince them. Just understand for you is the perfect thing at the perfect time every time. Don't parade around and say that everyone should do it because not everyone should do it. It is for the individual to make their own decision, as is every single thing on this reality. What foods they eat, how much they should spend on their house and their car, and where they should travel and what they should do for a living. And how they should proceed with their life. That is all up to the individual and it's perfect for them every time. As long as you are inspired to do something, not to change a condition or fix what you perceive as a problem, then it is the perfect thing for you. And so to get good at all of this is to remove attachment from any belief system around anything and go at it freshly From the perspective that, if I'm inspired to do it, then it's worth investigating. And maybe it's to meet somebody there and do it or not do it. Every single thing that you're inspired to do is to have an experience. That experience, no matter what it is, is designed to raise your perspective. When you look back on the experience and see how perfect it was, no matter whether there was a manifestation event or you enjoyed the experience or... You could see it from the higher perspective while you're going through it. If you look back at that event and see the event as perfect, then you've gained the perspective that was available to you in that event. You've gained the information of that event and your perspective has shifted even higher. And then you might get some other inspiration and the, some other inspiration will be at a higher level and you'll have a little bit of fear. And you'll want a little bit of confirmation from other people. But that confirmation, whether it's from us, from your friends, from media, from whoever, that confirmation is only going to be related to your specific level of perspective. If you are worried about something and you're trying to confirm it with other people and see if it's good for everyone and that you will have a nice experience with it, You're only going to get back what you already believe. You can look at two things. From your perspective, this thought that comes to you, this opportunity, can you say that that is going to connect you further to you or to someone else? Or is it going to distract you, distance you, or separate you from yourself or someone else? And if you could say unequivocally, that it is gonna connect you to something, you have a pretty good chance that that is an inspired idea. On the other hand, if it's going to disconnect you from your problems or from whatever's going on in your reality, or it's gonna be a solution to some problem, it might be disconnecting you. Take a look at it that way. It doesn't matter what it is, it doesn't matter what the society thinks, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks. It's up to you personally. And so we say anything that you want to do out of inspiration that will cause a shift in your perspective is the perfect thing to do. And no matter what the experience is, whether that is a good experience or bad experience, while you're going through it, we promise you that you can look back at that experience and see it as perfect. And when you do, that perspective raises and you're ready for the next inspiration. Kara.
2: Hi. Over the winter, I developed a, a practice that every time I thought something was wrong or bad, I immediately changed it to know everything's good and right. And I found the evidence for it. And it just sort of became this, this practice that I did constantly because these thoughts come constantly. After a while, I just started feeling very connected to my higher self. There were all sorts of synchronicities and coincidences, and it was very interesting and fun. And then one day I was asking myself really, what is it that I want? What is it that I'm, that I, that I need to do in this life? That why am I here sort of thing? And suddenly I had this feeling that came from sort of the center of the, of my chest, this feeling that sort of erupted and came up and, and into my head. And I had this instant of feeling the complete fulfillment of, I don't know, I guess this life or something. And it, it was, it, I understood a lot of things in that very, it was just a split second. And, and it seemed to answer many things. And it seemed to take away also a lot of fear because it was almost like a revelation of sorts. But I've never felt it since. And I, I, I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't expecting it. And so I was just wondering how, how can I connect more in that way? It was just so, I don't know, it, 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 it's still, it happened months ago and it's still, I think about it almost every day. I feel like it keeps me somewhat connected, but I, I, I don't know. How could I make it happen
0: again? Well, your very question there has the vibration of lack in it. Mm. I had this wonderful experience and I want it again, but I don't have it. I can't get to it. How do I get to it? So, the question is the question of lack. You didn't ask for it, you didn't even know it existed. And so, from your perspective, it is unimaginable because there was no way that you could put that on a vision board or set up some goals for it or have a to do list. You didn't even know that that was possible for you. But you did ask a question and you got an answer. And this is how the universe works. The universe is set up specifically to answer questions. Who am I? What's the source of that question? And what could I become? Three powerful questions. And the universe expands and expands and expands to create scenarios where you can experience the answer to any question. If you have a limiting belief, The universe creates a scenario called a manifestation event where you have some experience that shows you a belief that's blocking you or hindering you from acting on inspiration that would lead you to the experience of that answer. Everything is set up for this. You don't have to ask specifically for anything. You don't have to worry about how the answer comes to you. You don't have to create any conditions that make you feel anything because that cannot happen. But you could have a little bit of faith. And you could have a little understanding. And you could have a little insight from this experience itself. And many of you have had and will have very similar experiences. At the end of Gary's 14-day buffo experience, he was told... You have completed everything that you have come to complete, and your time here is now ended. And so he had no fear about this, and he realized that any moment he was going to transition to the non-physical, so he did a few things and got some things in order and laid down on the bed and was ready to be taken away. And then the voice came and said, or you could just enjoy your life for the rest of your time here. You can stay as long as you want. You can have as much fun as you want. You can do anything you want because you've already accomplished everything you've come to accomplish. Isn't that an interesting thought? What am I here to do? Am I here to save the planet? Am I here to teach or lead or do anything? No, you're not here to do anything. You're here to expand. You expand through all experiences and your choice is how you want to expand how you want to experience anything. You have all come here because you've asked the question, how do I feel better? How do I feel good? In many different forms of that question. But essentially, that's the question you've been asking. That's the question Gary was asking. That's the question Lily was asking. It's the question everyone's been asking since the time this all started, 10 years ago. And through experiences day by day by day, this gets answered and answered and answer. And when you look at yourself now, compared to a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, can you say that you feel better? Well, for many, 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 many of you, you can say, yes, I do feel better. But you also know more now too. And so this opens up a new realm of questioning, a new realm of possibility, a new realm of ideas. And when you get specific in your questions or specific in your desires, you tend to limit what can come to you because you're in the vibration of the lack of these things. But when you allow for the unimaginable to happen, your questions get answered, bing, 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 all the time. Everything is working out to answer these questions. And the questions that you and the rest of humanity are asking all the time is how to connect, how to free yourself from the illusion, how to rise out of the fear, and how to feel better from your own perspective. Some of you are asking very specific questions. Some of you are deeply rooted in the conditions of your life. And you are focused on those conditions, thinking they're wrong or bad. But if you switch that around, if you inverted that, to look at everything in your life now and just be spectacularly amazed by what you have created so far in this life and sink into the joy of that which exists now. If you were able to live in a state of presence and ease and wonderment and appreciation and gratitude for everything that exists in this world, in your surroundings, in your relationships, in the things in your body that are working, if you were able to do that, if you could really understand how good things are in your reality and really focus on these things, you would be open up, your focus would be broadened and you would see more and more and more examples of that. The experience that you had is a wonderful experience. But it would be a little boring if it happened every day. You do not want the same experience over and over and over. You want the new. And when you find the new, when you understand that it's the new experience, you can realize you created that. That's the power in your creation. It is an amazing power. You think that, well, somehow, some way I did something that got me this experience and I would love to do it again and again and again and again and again but that puts you in a box doesn't it it creates more limitations by asking for something specific again and again and again wouldn't you just be existing in the love and appreciation of the life you've created going with the flow of what is happening paying attention to how you feel noticing when you're focused on something you think is wrong or bad and relieving it as you've done by understanding it's not wrong or bad. There will be times you will get into a manifestation event and you will notice yourself feeling like a victim. As you feel like a victim, you can sink into that feeling because you can't feel that way in the non-physical. That feeling is not wrong or bad. It's just associated with a negative thing you think is wrong or bad. And you call it a negative emotion. But it's not wrong or bad. It's a feeling that you came to feel. If you sink into that feeling and hold it and think about it and wish it was gone and keep diving deep into it and thinking it's a bad thing, you will notice it'll bubble up and bubble up and bubble up and turn into some form of joy, laughter or silliness or giggling, whatever it is. So maybe now an idea would be, when you think something wrong or bad, don't switch that thought so quickly. Think, oh, I'm vibrating at a level here that's probably more aligned with victimhood. How could I think of myself as a victim in relation to this thought? Well, there has to be some little vibration going on there. Let's sink into this little, tiny, minute, subtle feeling of victimhood, maybe identified as envy or annoyance or something like that. And then play with that by holding it and holding it and holding it and not letting it go. And seeing what happens when you are a being of love as you are and living in the space of presence because now you're focused on that feeling and noticing that the being of love cannot hold that very long, not at your level, and you'll feel this go up and you will alchemize that belief that caused you that little tiny bit of annoyance to transmute itself into an empowering belief. Imagine the power one could possess that could transmute any negative emotion into a positive emotion or any limiting belief into a positive belief or an empowering belief. Imagine that power. Well, that's the power that all of you have. You've always had it. All humans have it. You just didn't know, but you're getting signs of it. You're doing your manifestation event forms. You're looking at things from a higher perspective. You're realizing that the realities of others are those people's experiences, not yours. And that you can choose to focus on that, which brings you joy. And you can choose to experience anything in joy. And as you choose to experience anything in joy from this higher perspective, you will notice more experiences of joy. And when you experience something you don't think is good or bad, something you rather not experience... Realize the power of you to create that specific experience for your growth, for your expansion, for your journey of self discovery. Wonderful question. Who's next? Thank you.
1: Hi, Joshua. I sort of have a question.
0: Excellent, Rishna.
1: I wasn't going to ask a question because you know, you always tell me the answer is within me, but I can't help it. I have to ask a question. So um, (laughs) I was uh, doing some meditation this morning, I wasn't feeling well, and I was kind of pushed into doing some meditation. And this quote that I have pasted up on my wall came into my mind. It's from a book, it's it says a great design lifts the spirit and calms the soul. So that in my meditation, this particular quote just came into my head. And this understanding that the great design that this quote is talking about is myself and you and everybody else but then I couldn't connect it to the rest of the quote you know the great design me and you lifts the spirit and calms the soul will you talk about that
0: we will we love this quote however this quote that you happen to have It's probably written by an interior designer. Yeah. (laughs) But if you think about who the interior designer is in your life, that's you. You, you, all of you are the interior designers of your life. Not the exterior designers of your life. Not the designers of the conditions or the designers of the people in your life. You are the designers of the interior by going inside, by being pushed into meditation, which we think is hysterical. You can't be pushed into a meditation. You can't be pushed into anything. You can be led gently and softly. And when you realize it's a good idea, it's an inspired idea, and you push past the fear that says, I can't sit here and think of nothing. I got things to do. And you push past that fear and you sit quietly and maybe you quiet your mind for a second or two and notice the thought come in and quiet your mind. This is interior design. This interior design, well, it creates connection with your soul, with your inner self. It lifts you to higher perspectives. It does every single thing that would enable a limitless being to become limitless, makes you aware of the thoughts you're attracting makes you aware of how these thoughts that you are attracting become personal to you. We said in a recent conversation that all thoughts are basically one thought. I am love, but are interpreted through the vibration that you're emitting that might say, I am pretty good, or I am nice, or I am funny, or I am lazy, or I am a procrastinator, or I should get more things done, or whatever it is. But that thought is essentially, I am love. And when you are in the high vibration, the high perspective, you'll hear I am love or some variant of that at that level. But it takes a little bit of practice. It takes consistent daily practice of meditation to design the interior that lifts the soul or connects the soul or connects you to your inner self, to source itself. If you did nothing but meditate, 15 minutes a day, you would naturally be led to experiences that would cause you to shift your perspective higher. And then you'd be more available to new inspiration. And you'd be more willing to push past fear to do wonderful things such as meditating. So this is a game of interior design, working with that vibration that you're offering and that perspective and connecting, connecting, connecting. You see many people are not willing to sit still for five minutes because they don't really want to listen to those thoughts. They want to push those thoughts away. They perceive that those thoughts give them negative emotion. Of course, They come hand in hand with the negative emotion because they are not true. And anything that you perceive that's not true will be accompanied by negative emotion, showing you it's not true. Well, if you don't understand this, it's logical to assume that some would distance themselves from their thoughts through some change in their conditions, such as alcohol or shopping or eating or gossiping or watching TV or watching the news or whatever these things are. But, That's their point of focus. And can you see how that builds momentum? And once that momentum is built and built and built and built, it takes surrender to come out of that and to give up that vibration of victimhood. But you don't wanna dive into surrender by some event happening in your life, like a car accident or a loss of job or anything like that. You wanna surrender by detaching from those conditions through meditation and when you do it brings calm and it lifts the soul and it connects and it does everything truthfully in this reality all the illusion is gone in that moment where there is no thought where you've practiced closing your eyes observing the thought letting them go noticing another one come in and letting it go notice another one come in and letting it go. Not trying to do anything, not trying, because when you're trying, you're in the vibration of things should be different than they are. Just practice without attachment to an outcome. And you will see after a bit of time goes by that you will get into a rhythm. And that for you may be a few months of it. Some may be a few weeks of it, some maybe a few days of it, some maybe a lifetime of it. It doesn't matter. One millisecond free from thought, one observation of thought is enough to lift the soul and to bring in some calm. The interesting thing about your reality, there's no danger, there's nothing to fear but you and The rest of humanity are perceiving danger everywhere you look because you are used to a level of anxiety. You're used to picking up problems because you haven't designed the interior. And in this new creation of the interior, you create what you truly want, which is harmony with the system and alignment with who you truly are. So how do you do that? You understand, first and foremost, that you are a powerful being beyond measure, that your power is within your focus, and that focus is aided by a heightening of perspective. How do you get there? Well, you have to understand that you adopted beliefs through experiences throughout your life, and you formed an identity based in that. The identity is designed to solve external problems from that perspective. My parents didn't love me, I had this embarrassing moment, I'm not getting what I want, I'm focused on myself, and then you detach from that identity through meditation. A little bit of a void there. So imagine your day, you wake up and you remember who you are and you do the same things and you get into that same mode of thinking. problem, 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 problem. problem. Got to fix this. Got to do this. Got to make sure this is done. How much is in my bank account? Where's the next paycheck coming from? What's the big expense I got to worry about now? Where can I go on vacation? Blah, 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 blah. Thinking about yourself. Thinking about yourself. Thinking about yourself. Thinking about yourself. In the thinking about yourself, you're not connected with other people because it's all transactional. But when you go to the void in meditation, you detach from that identity, which is never true. And now you open up a little space, a little space that inspiration can come through, where that quote can come through, and where this brilliant question, like all your questions, all of your brilliant questions, will shed a little bit of light on a possible new perspective that others might pick up and practice with. This question might inspire others to meditate. If you can inspire four or five people in the world to meditate and to have a daily practice of this, the void is then added to the mass consciousness and allows those who are ready to grasp onto this idea that their identity is not who they are. It just serves some purpose that's not necessary. It serves a purpose within the illusion of separation. But this question now and the answer the interior design has never really been said before like this, not by us. And so when someone's listening to this at a later date and they say, oh, that makes sense. I would like to design my house. I love painting the walls. I love choosing the furniture. Why not design my interior through meditation? And just a few people starting this causes a ripple in humanity. And you started that ripple because you chose to act on the inspiration to be forced to meditate. And in that meditation, you got this brilliant idea, this brilliant quote, and the inspiration to ask this question. And Because you were so powerful, you stepped forward and said, well, this seems like a silly question, but I'm going to ask it anyway, because that's how powerful I am. And you ask this question that is possibly the least silly question that anyone's ever asked and possibly the most profound question of all. When you make it your priority to design your interior to go within, to connect, you are discarding those limiting beliefs that causes you to say, I can't do it, I won't do it, I shouldn't do it, I don't have time for it, I don't think it's the right thing to do right now. You push past that fear and you bring in something from the non-physical and you make it physical by speaking it and that's the power of you and all of you as a creator. We give an A plus to that question, best one so far. Who's next?
2: Hi, Joshua, it's M here. Um, M, would you like to
0: try and top that one?
2: (laughs) I know, What (laughs) what can you say? And Joshua, I know time doesn't exist in your world, but I'm going to be jumping off the call on the air. So apologies if that is rude. Um, but I've got a, a burning question that I've been mulling over a lot about this difference between goals and intentions.
0: First of all, we would and like to say that there is no rude in the non-physical. Wonderful. You I'm are grateful perfect. for that. You cannot make a mistake. You cannot be impolite. You cannot be rude. You can't be anything other than delightful. <laughs> Thank you. So, this whole
2: idea of goals and intentions and measuring ad- attentions through sort of an observation as opposed to a criticism, and just really, you know, this human thing of wanting to improve, but we don't need to improve because we're perfect. And so, it's all been mulling around.
0: Excellent. And I just
2: wondered if there was anything to
0: to add as a perspective. There is a lot to add, and we are thankful and grateful and appreciative of this wonderful question. Do you like to set goals? If that gives you joy, set all the goals you want. If a goal at the beginning of the year gives you joy, if, it, if you are sitting down and inspired to write out a list of goals, I wanna lose 10 pounds. I wanna make $300,000 this year. I wanna to go to Cannes. I wanna get a boat. I want to get a mate. I wanna run a mile. We say, write them all down, if that gives you joy. If it gives you joy to check them off, we say, write them down. If it gives you joy to have a to-do list every day and scratch those off when you've done them, by all means, it's the perfect thing to do. If it gives you joy, but if you're trying to force it on others, teach it on others, expect others to do it for you, well, if it doesn't give them joy, you're barking up the wrong tree. We will say generally that for most people who are living in fear, a goal causes them to be within the vibration of not achieving the goal. I have a goal, which means that I have not achieved this goal. Therefore, I'm in the vibration of not achieving the goal. Now they can effort and struggle and push and deal with all kinds of things and control their conditions and change their conditions and change themselves and do all kinds of things. And they may say... That's a wonderful thing. I did a good job. Were they enjoy the entire time? Possibly they were, but likely they were not. Possibly it did bring in some inspiration. Possibly at the beginning of this process, they had a little bit of hope. Wonderful emotion, hope. But it's not really the most empowering thing. Now, for some people, if they were to understand they were perfect, what would they do? Would they just lay on the couch and say, Well, since I'm perfect, there's really no need to do anything to sit here? It'd be a little bit of a boring life. So, for some, maybe feeling a slight bit unworthy is a little bit of a factor that would allow them to ask questions and be moved along on a journey of self discovery. You see, If you set a goal, well, at least you're going to have experiences. Many of those experiences will be not so pleasant because they will bump up against limiting beliefs. The limiting belief says, I'm not perfect. I need to improve. Therefore, I have to have a bunch of goals. And to improve, I got to check off all these goals. Once I check off all these goals, I will be better. But it's a carrot on the end of the stick. It's never ending, never ending, never ending. Now. How best would it be for you to control your underlings? Set up goals. At least you'll get your stuff done by them efforting and struggling, but it won't be a place of joy. Now, what could you replace with this goal that would cause things to manifest? Well, some people use the word intention. But intention doesn't cause anything to manifest. Intention opens up your focus, opens up your ability to observe. I intend to notice a red cardinal today. Oh, there's one over there. Boom, there's one over there. Boom, there's one over there. You bought a new car. Notice you see it everywhere. The same car, the same color all the time. What's that about? Oh, because your focus is opened up. Your focus is open up, and what's opened up is opportunity. I intend to see how perfect this meeting goes, and then see how perfect that meeting goes. I intend to see what I am to discover within this appointment I have. This person's coming to me for help, but I understand that in this communication or in this time together, I'm going to get something valuable from this interaction. I'm going to get some insights, some ahas, some understanding of myself, some connection to the other person. If you do anything and it gives you joy, don't listen to anyone else, including us. If you think that you'll get better and better and better, well, it's like taking down the Mona Lisa and bringing out your paintbrushes and say, I could fix this. You can't, it's perfect. You're perfect. You cannot be fixed. You will never be imperfect and you will never get better. Ever, 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 ever for eternity. You started out perfect. You had experiences and you expanded, but see this idea of better and expanded, not true. You just expanded. There's no hierarchy. There's no more or less expanded than anyone else. You personally wanted to expand, and that's the only reason you're here. There's gazillions of souls out there that have no interest in this ridiculous experiment of Earth reality. They look at you like you're a loon. But, of course, they don't know what you know. You expanded, and you get to stroll around, but no one else cares. And you get to say, oh, my God, these experiences down on Earth, they were unimaginable. And no one else will understand it because they can't see your perspective. They'll get a little bit of your vibration, but they didn't experience it. And everything is through the experience. So there's an experience and expansion from writing down a bunch of goals and never making one of them. There's an experience and expansion from writing down a bunch of goals and everything struggling to make all of them. And there's an experience to have about anything. And in every experience, there's a benefit for you. All you have to do is intend to see the benefit of every experience. And if you can set that intention, your focus broadens, and there's more experience, and it's all perfect. You're an amazing, powerful group of creators. You are learning how this creation thing works, and you are spectacular beyond imagination. And we are delighted to spend our time with you. And anything you ask for will be answered. And with that, we are complete. Beautiful, Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Joshua. As I'm starting to raise my perspective now, I'm understanding how powerful all of us are and that we can't utilize that power when we think of ourselves in limited terms, So we really need to raise our perspective and understand who we are. And as you do that, you'll start to notice things happening. Your reality will change and you'll be a quicker manifester. You'll notice limiting beliefs faster. You'll start to have more inspiration. That inspiration will move you to experiences that help you increase your perspective even more. And this really is a game of shifting that perspective. We are not small. We are huge. We are powerful, but we don't really have any examples of that. And... What I've been discovering lately is that each of us has this innate ability, Joshua calls them empathic abilities, and they're actually senses that you use when you are moving out of this illusion of separation. The more you can do to raise your perspective, the more powerful you become, and you also notice that how you feel completely changes. Incoherence with your mind and your heart, and you emit this energy into what we're calling the quantum field, but obviously it's this energy that's surrounding us. And you interact with it in a far more powerful way, a far more intentional way. When you relax about the things you think you want, everything comes quicker. And my life is evidence of that. It's radically changed over the last couple of years since boot camp started and the Quantum Life Theory program and all the events we're doing here at the house is really amazing. And the the way we're connecting with people in the community is incredible. If you'd like to get involved in that, there's a lot of stuff you can do. Go to the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com. You can sign up for our newsletter and you can download free meditations. There's a seven-day course you can take there that you do on your own as sort of a prepper course. And of course, the next basic training we'll start in a few weeks and we're starting to fill that course up right now. Send me an email to garybodley@gmail.com and I'll send you all the information on that. Also, I'm asking everyone this week to leave a review wherever they listen to this podcast, whether that's iTunes or Podbean or Spotify. If you can leave a review, that really helps us get the word out about these teachings and this podcast and it's been growing We've doubled so far over the course of this year. So it's really amazing how things are happening. it's all thanks to you. I don't do any advertising. There's nothing that we do here at all to promote it. It's all done through you sharing it and liking it and subscribing and then leaving review. So if you haven't left a review yet, or even if you have, it'd be great to see it. And if you'd like to leave that review and then send me a copy of it, I would love to see it and I'll respond to you with a little free gift. Okay. Thanks again for being here and we'll see you next time. Bye.